Now I understand we have Alan Dershowitz. So yep. Bring back Alan Dershowitz. Exactly. We have the great Harvard law professor, emeritus, great constitutional scholar, Alan Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, there is so much talk today about this 14th Amendment against President Trump. Um, coming from Adam Schiff, I'm sure you heard this, Alan Dershowitz. Uh, what is your thoughts, first of all? I mean, how crazy is this? He's saying, yeah, I know he hasn't been convicted of it. Um, but, but he aided and abetted the enemy and he's taking it upon himself, also saying that attorneys general across the country can somehow get involved. Secretaries of state. Yeah, and yeah. secretaries of state too. You introduced me by all of my accolades, but you left out the most important one. Oh, your book, uh, Get Trump. Your book, no, Get Trump. <laughs> no, that's not the important one. Yesterday, I was father of the bride. Oh. My wonderful daughter. Got married. Congrats. And And I got to sing the song and make a toast. It was the most festive, beautiful wedding and one of the happiest days of my life. So now we can get on to Mazel Tov. uh, Congrats. Congrats. That's great. Congrats. More boring stuff. More boring stuff. Like who will be the next? Like who will be the next president of the United States? Look, let's understand. Did you get that. a good deal? Did you get a good deal on the wedding? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, let, let me tell you though about Schiff. Uh, Schiff is a stooge of Larry Tribe. Whatever Tribe says, <clears throat> Schiff puts in the congressional record, and they're both dead wrong. Uh, I know as much about the Constitution as Tribe and as Schiff. And the framers of the Fourteenth Amendment intended it to apply to people who fought in the Civil War. Now Donald Trump's old. But he's not old enough to have fought in the Civil War. And, it, you know, the 14th Amendment deals with slavery and slave people paying for states that had revolutions. You don't have a, a provision in an amendment that's supposed to generally take over the impeachment provision. Because remember, the 14th Amendment doesn't say who is qualified to run. It says who is qualified to serve. So it means Republicans could use it today to go after to go after Joe Biden, say he's committed resurrection and revolution and insurrection by refusing to close the borders, or mayors have done it by having sanctuary cities. It creates anarchy. It means that the voters don't get to decide who's president. Adam Schiff, Larry Tribe, and secretaries of state, some of them elected, some of them appointed all over the country, get to make individual decisions. Tribe says it's, quote, self-enforcing. You know what self-enforcing means? It means that anybody can can do it. Uh, you don't need a conviction. You don't need an actual, even a formal charge. All you have to have is a secretary say, says, you know, I think what they did on January 6th was an insurrection and Trump was behind it. Well, what the people did uh, on the West Coast after George Floyd, no, that wasn't an insurrection, even though people died and there was violence and there was an attempt to change the rules and the laws by force. No, that wasn't an insurrection. No, sanctuary cities. That's not an insurrection, even though in sanctuary cities there's a violation of federal law. But we're going to decide on our own what is what constitutes an insurrection and a rebellion, even though Jack Smith, the special counsel, didn't charge Trump with insurrection, rebellion or revolution or anything like that. So your point is this is a really slippery slope, obviously. Right. I mean, this is dangerous dangerous. territory. So dangerous. Yeah. You know, they're weaponizing the 14th Amendment just the way they weaponized the criminal justice system. In my book, Get Trump, I talk about how the only goal is to stop Trump from running. It's a distrust of democracy. They don't trust you. They don't trust me. I I have a constitutional right to vote against Trump for the third time. You have a constitutional right to vote for him, to vote against him. But the secretaries of state can't deny us 
that right. We decide who's the president, not a group of 50. I, I agree. I agree 100 percent. And uh, Alan Dershowitz, and I agree. And if both, if it's Trump against uh, Joe Biden, uh, I would say no matter how bad uh, Trump was perceived to be by a lot of people, I still think he loves the United States of America more so than uh, than uh, some of Joe Biden's decisions. I'll, I'll you, wow, you, wow, John, that's a powerful one, statement. Well, I I'll mean, just Joe Biden's point. decisions are, have been not good. Well, open border, giving away Bagram. Yeah. I, I mean, there's some things ahead, I'm extremely uh, uncomfortable. Well, I have to tell you, you made one point for me, and that is if Trump were to run against Bernie Sanders, then I would really have to think very, very hard. Uh, about which country I would move to. No, I would never leave the United States, but who I would vote for. Uh, but, you know, I will vote for Biden if he's healthy enough and 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 sound enough. And, you know, he's five years younger than I am. I can't say age is a disqualification. Craig Eaton, you are shaking your head. I, I, I just, I, you know, with everything that's come out about Joe Biden, and I respect your opinion, Professor, because you're brilliant. But I, I just think, I think that Biden should not be president again for the next four years. I don't think he's got the mental acuity to do it. I don't think he's got the health. I don't think he's got the energy. And and the things that he's done scare me. I mean, he's he's put this country in such a dangerous position around the world. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. But let me ask you a question. So you vote against him, that, that you have a right to do that. Yes. But would you move for his impeachment or disqualification? Under I think the I think we're better off waiting for November yeah. I, election. I, I, let the people I, I let, the, let the people more. vote. No more impeachment. Yeah, I agree, John. It's only fourteen, only fourteen months. I, I agree. There's just too much. Like this thing now with the Fourteenth Amendment. I mean, it's only been used twice since the late eighteen hundreds, and now I guess it's been a slow news cycle against Trump. So they had to come out with something this week. So they come out with the Fourteenth Amendment. It's look. Well, they're going to find other. They're going to find <laughs> other stuff. They're, yeah, well, they gonna, they can't wait. They it's don't like, want us to vote. Exactly, they exactly, exactly. They vote. don't like Alan, the indictment. Alan, the indictments Richard, he keeps yeah. doing well on. So they're like, okay, that's not working. <laughs> He's still going up in the polls. Let's try Fourteenth Amendment. That's Alan, what it looks like. Alan, it's Richard Weinberg. Don't we have a constitutional right to vote? Number one, and doesn't Trump have a due process right on this thing? Just merely making an allegation that is involved in an insurrection. Of course he does. Of course he does. There's nothing else in the Constitution that's anywhere like that. Oh, they say, but you have to be 35. That's a calendar issue. That's a calendar issue. Or you have to have been a natural born citizen of the United States. Back in the day when they passed that amendment, it never occurred to anybody that a person wouldn't be a natural born citizen. Everybody knew what that meant. Uh, But when you have rebellion, revolution, insurrection, that, those are very difficult terms. They're in the eyes of the beholder. One, you know, jo- Thomas Jefferson said a revolution every few years is probably good for democracy. He didn't mean it literally. You know, he meant it. Uh, protest. We're a country of protest. We look at the 60s and 70s. I defended a lot of these guys who were involved in what is much closer to insurrection than anything we've seen now. But nobody dreamed of using the, the, the 14th Amendment. And why? 
because the people who were engaged in insurrection were on the left. And so the people on the left didn't want to have them in any way disqualified. And remember that some of those people did run uh, um, in California. Yeah, uh, they became yeah uh, representatives. They were involved and they were convicted and they were charged. Remember the Chicago 7 case, the Spock case, all of those cases. And nobody dreamed of saying that they couldn't run for office. Look, the head of the Communist Party uh, or Gus the Hall. Socialist Party Gus back Hall. then, Gus Hall, ran for president. Nobody objected to his running for president. You know, the, the first time this was ever tried, it was in 1856. A guy named Fremont was running, first Catholic, I think, to run for president of the United States. And a group of know-nothings tried to get him disqualified because he was a Catholic. And they said, basically, he has no allegiance to the United States. He has an allegiance to the Pope. And then they made up a story saying he was born in Montreal. He was born in Virginia. And, of course, it was dismissed. Nobody took it seriously. Everybody knew it was a a racist, bigoted, anti-Catholic attempt to prevent a Catholic. 20% of the people will always always agree with uh, somebody, you know, those people. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Alan Dershowitz, thank you. What a fascinating discussion. And congratulations on the wedding, and we'll catch up with Uh, you again real soon. Bravo.